Okay. <clears throat> My first preliminary question, just to get the topic instantiated, um, is human nature something you actively believe in? I think that it is because I believe in the idea that we are all inherently good mm. and that we everything else is learned just like the idea of racism. No baby comes into this world being born racist. We learn that from our outside environment and we are all like we're all born in we're all born with inherent human nature with like given ideals that we have to have let me think we're we're born like you think we're born with like purpose yeah we're born with purpose exactly that yeah because i think that we came into the world with a purpose we have to find a way to find our purpose whatever that be mm. So, like, do you think, so you're saying that, like, uh, evilness and, like, bad intention are part of, are not part of human nature? I think it's like a clean slate when you're born, because you write your story, mm -hmm. but we are all inherently good, and then our outside environment affects us, and we could either stay on that path of good, or, like, we, like, detract from that, mm -hmm. and then it goes from there, and our life just becomes whatever our, like, we want our life to become, because... It makes sense to believe that all humans are born inherently good because we are all we're social creatures and yeah. we love to like create, create bonds and even like the worst of villains like will have love for their friends and their family so yeah. it makes sense that we are all inherently good in some aspects yeah but like yeah like you're saying like the most evil person can be a hundred percent exactly evil. yeah exactly. but like is that to, to say the same thing like the most good person has to have some evil in them oh yeah without a doubt because like I think the idea of moral ambiguity, ambiguity is probably important because not everybody is 100% good or 100% evil in our lives. We have, like, we have, like, deep thoughts or, like, dark thoughts that we suppress, and without mm -hmm. a doubt, like, we have, like, thoughts that we want to, like, tell other people or we, wanna, like, we just want to keep to ourselves. I think, like, everybody has those thoughts, and it's just a fact of we, like, I think the good outweighs the bad, but we all have good and bad, like, in, our, in ourselves. Like, when you say, like, good always is bad, are you saying, like, good should be valued more than bad? Or do you feel like... I think you can't overlook you your bad parts. Like, if you know that something is, like, eating at you or something is, like, wrong with you, then you have to, like, take into account that and accept that that is part of me. Because you can't just, like, hide that away because it's just, like, fester up inside you until it gets worse. But, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that you should value your good parts because... At the end of the day, you're sure trying to like make it in life, just trying to be you, and you're trying to like do good for yourself and do good for your family. And that's all you can do, and you have to like have good ideals to do that. So, do you think that like evil is like the absence of good, or do you think it's the opposite of good? That's a good question. Um, that's a really good question. I think evil. It could, it could probably be both, to be honest. Because mm -hmm. the absence of good, that makes sense, but not necessarily in every case, because let's take let's take Hitler, for example. That dude definitely is, like, evil, evil. At, evil at the, like, extreme, extreme point. For sure. But he definitely was a kid at once, and all, you know how all kids are innocent, and sure. they all had some sort of good in them. But, like, his outside environment affected him and turned him the way that he is. But at the same time, good and evil can be on opposite like spectrums because you can be good and you can be evil. You could be good one day, and then you could be evil. For example, I could be like, oh, I could help my friend with his homework one day, then talk bad behind his back the next day. Uh, that's like not really showing. It's showing that evil and good can go hand in hand. So you're saying like people aren't a certain like set in stone level yeah, of good or bad. Yeah. It just depends on the situation. Yeah, exactly, into. exactly. I think your outside environment definitely helps like affect how like good or how evil you can be because like your family environment, people you hang out with, your friends, it definitely like shapes who you are, and definitely affects how much good you can be, how much evil you can be. Because like the people that you hang around with definitely dictate your future, even if you don't know it. It dictates your like your personality and your actions one hundred percent. Um, I used to like have that in mind like all the time, but then like I was curious and I started like thinking about whether or not like we're res truly responsible for our own actions. Mm. So I was trying to worry about like 
to what extent are we like victims to our external environment? That's to what extent idea. are That's we like actually genuinely ourselves? That's an, yeah, I feel that because you don't you don't choose where you're born. Yeah, and like it's at the end of the day, you have free will, and it's your choice to either go against your environment, whether it's a shitty environment, or like accept your environment, whether it's good. But I think that it is like um, I think it's like a pendulum, and it's like fifty fifty, because not everything is your fault. Not everything is on you. You can only control yourself in this world. All the outside factors, you can't control that. But like what you can control, I think you should do your best to um, do your best to make sure that it's what you want. So, do you think that um, like coercion, like convincing somebody to do something, is like going against their free will, or do you feel like because they were coerced, like that's part of your free will? Um. I think if you're coerced into doing something, then, again, probably a little bit of both because you don't really want to do it. But I think your, like, your values aren't strong enough to, like, to the point where you want to like, cut that out or, like, go against that. Because if you, let's say, like, like sex before marriage and, like, somebody coerces you into doing that, but you mm-hmm. don't, like, you said that you want to do, like, be abstinent. But like you like get like controlled or coerced into doing that. I don't think your values are really like in the right place. You weren't really like putting all your, uh, putting all your like time into that value. So you weren't like a hundred percent. Exactly, there, you weren't hundred percent. So I think if you can like be so easily swayed by your opinion, that really isn't really your true value. So coercion like it is going with your free will because yeah. your will is like being yeah, tampered exactly. with. You're letting yourself yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So like, what if it's like a threat? If it's a threat, at that point. That's not free will because your life's at your life's at risk. Because like somebody told me like to kill somebody, or I get killed. I really don't have a choice. You kill so wait. You'd kill somebody over. No, I I wouldn't have a choice, but I would I would rather die though. You'd I, rather die. I'd rather die. Yeah. I feel that. I feel I was about to say. <laughs> I'm like we ruthless. I I mean I guess it depends on the person really, but like I feel like you ha- you're carrying a lot more of a burden if you kill yeah, somebody. Yeah, without a doubt. Because I feel like you have to go through your whole life knowing you. And this somebody's life. That's why I don't understand how people do that. And like, maybe that's part of like human nature. Like, is it instinctual yeah, or is it like, yeah. like what to Not what extent yet. like is human nature? Human nature is it like how we interact or is it like how we start? Mm, that's really interesting. I took some. I took AP Psychology. Mm-hmm. We talked about the idea of um, nature versus nurture and like human development. We talked about like which is more impactful, and like we talked about like serial killers and which like had bigger impact. Uh, that's still up in the air. We don't really know whether it's like the nature, like they were just born that way, or like it was a nurture. But we do know that like nurture does play a big role in like your family life, and like that creates, like that creates traumatizing experiences, and then you react that way. Maybe you become bipolar, have bipolar disorder, or split personality disorder, and then you use that as your way as like trying to cope with the stress, and then. Like, you use that as a bad way of laying out all your anger and all your, like, just, like, coping with your trauma. Get that. So, like, like an example of uh, nature would just be, like, Jeffrey Dahmer, how he used to dissect animals and exactly, stuff. Exactly, Like, yeah. he was always on some Yeah, some exactly. Stuff and yeah, his dad, up. like, did taxidermy with him. And, like, I think that would be with nurture. Oh, it could be with nature, Because he's, like, compounding yeah, upon exactly. the nature. Exactly, yeah, because... He had like weird interests, and then when his dad introduced him to the taxidermy stuff, he just like got worse, and then we just see what happens to him. Like he just like rolls into the serial killer that he is today, and I feel that uh, like a little bit of both played in that role, nature and nurture. Mm. So like with yourself, do you feel like who you are today is more of a nature thing, or do you feel like you were nurtured to the point you are? Like which one do you think had a greater impact? I think. I can see the nurture more than I can see the nature because I come from, I was born in Ghana originally, raised in an African household. I can see like the values that my parents have instilled on me. Like I agree with some of that, I reject some of that. And then I see like that in myself today. And some of the values, like I, like I said, I definitely agree. And I can see how that has helped me throughout my life in my like, like process of my personality, in my formation of my personality. And it definitely has, I've definitely seen the, like, impacts of nurture, like, throughout my friends, throughout my family, more than I've seen, like, nature. Like, I think you can outgrow nature in some cases, because mm. I feel that I was, like, a shy kid, 
and like I was like socially awkward in a way. But sometimes like you can outgrow that once you just like settle in. And, like, I think I outgrew that a little bit. Okay. I was gonna say like I don't really know. It depends on whether or not like if you're nurturing yourself is that yeah, a part yeah. of nature or yeah. is it nurture? Mm. Mm. Cause like I definitely was. I used to be a really angry kid and I was like obnoxious. But I'm I'm kind of like <laughs> you can see like I used to be obnoxious, but like but it wasn't like a controlled obnoxious. It was like a ignorant obnoxious. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. But now I'm like on top of it. It's mm. not like negative. I don't think exactly. Yeah. So I'm like curious as to like where's the cutoff between like nurturing yourself and like that being a part of your nature like is your nature of humans to grow and change and if that's the case then how is change and growth a part of nurture Mm. i think that we are like a sum of our experiences Mm -hmm. and i think you definitely develop like your personality 100 percent like the most when you're a teenager going to puberty like you trying to like uh battle the idea of like what is an identity and how do you form that how do you fit in with society? And how do you like not fit in in some aspects? And I feel that you can definitely learn more about yourself by nurturing your ideals and like getting them from outside sources. And you can definitely like change what you want to change about yourself, like um, whatever to um, change what you want to change about yourself to make you a better person in a way, and change it so that you can understand yourself better. And I feel that, I think, well, we're changing every day without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And whether that be minutely or like greatly, but our personality in the end, it's what you wanted it to be. And if it's your true, authentic self, then you really know at that point that you changed for the better and like you don't have to try to change completely anymore. I feel that. Now with stuff like, um, like you changing for the better, do you feel like you're changing for the better because that's like in your nature to do so? Mm. Or do you think that you're changing for the better because society tells you you want to be a good person? Okay, okay, I like that. I think I think it's definitely a little bit of both. I say that a lot, but like, I think that we, like I said, we definitely look on the upside. We're positive beings and we look to improve ourselves, not just because of we want to improve ourselves, but society's telling us to improve ourselves as well. So. It's definitely a little bit both, cause the society that you live in today, you have to be a good person, or at least some have some morals and some ideals to be accepted in society. True. But to, like to like sit with yourself and like enjoy who you are, you have to be the person you want to be, where that is a good person or a person with flaws that you know that you have flaws. So do you feel like um, accepting your flaws is part of the way to like start messing with yourself, mm-hmm. or do you feel like changing your flaws? I think it depends on how big the flaw is. Because if it's, like, homicidal, then... Okay. <laughs> if, you're, um, if, you're at, if you're at any point, like, yeah, a homicidal person, I don't, I, don't I, don't think, think I don't think you can come back from yeah, that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think you can come back from but that. But, like, I don't know. Some people are taught, like... I guess that, that's part of nurture, I think. Yeah. That's something that deep, if you think it's part of nurture. You have yeah. to be, like, brought up in a way where homicide is seen as, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, that's, like, the, that's like, like the most extreme extent. Yeah. But I think, like, if you're selfish, like, give that... Mm-hmm. As an example, you can definitely change that because you want to better yourself. That takes awareness. It does take awareness. That's the most important fact. Social, being awareness of yourself and your surroundings. How you impact. Yeah, exactly. How you can impact others and how you impact yourself with your own platform and with your own words. So do you feel like how you speak about yourself and how you think about yourself have an impact on how you interact with others? I think so. Like, I feel one, one of my big values that my parents always told me is to be humble. Like, don't talk shit like don't talk your shit like you're that a nigga like you know you're not like you're not you're not that nigga bro so you could think I think I'm that nigga but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna outwardly <laughs> exactly, say like, it don't like outwardly like don't overly exert the fact that you think you're confident because nobody really cares enough everybody's just trying to live their life they're not really worried about like how you perceive yourself like if you perceive yourself so highly nobody's gonna like, be worshiping you or anything. Yeah. But, like, if you're just humble and, like, people realize that you're just, like, somebody chill and not just about to hang around with, I think you're fine. And you can definitely, like, see... They can definitely, like, see that you're humble even if they don't say it to your face. So do you... Like, uh, regarding humility, do you feel like humility, like, can ever be a negative thing? Oh, yeah. Like, you can get definitely... You can definitely get, like, walked on, to be honest. Because I remember as a kid, like, anything... I was, like, extremely humble and timid. I wouldn't say a word. Like, if I, like, got let's say, like, bullied. I remember um, back in grade school, some of the kids was, like, taking my lunch money, and I was like, I didn't know what's going on. 
I was just like, oh, okay, I'll give him my money. I don't really care. Like, I think my mom, like, saw one day. So, like, not to, like, not to, like let that happen because you have to, like, stand up for yourself in a way. Like, even on my soccer team, like, whenever I made a mistake or somebody else made a mistake, I blame myself because I don't want to, like, put that, on my, put that on my other teammates. I feel that, like, it's my fault. And I'm not trying to be, like, standoffish in a way. But I think that could definitely be like a detriment because if you don't like, if you don't think of yourself highly, you're just gonna get walked on your whole entire life. It has to be like a fine balance with respecting yourself and being humble at the same time. Yeah, I think it definitely had to do with like, it's a, I think it's more of a responsibility thing. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out how to allocate responsibility like appropriately, whether yeah. or not like things are your fault and being able to like understand when something's actually someone else's fault. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like oftentimes people would take too much responsibility onto themselves because mm-hmm. they think just because they had like a part to play that they're responsible for the action. Like, mm-hmm. if I tripped a dude in a hall on accident and he killed those, well, I'm not gonna blame myself. <laughs> I'm not blaming myself for that. I'm like, that's, like, correlation does not equal causation. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I feel like some things just like even if you do something like it's the extent it's taken that that mm-hmm. makes all the difference. Like. If I flicked you and then you punched me across my jaw, yeah, it wouldn't like I flicked you for sure, <laughs> but it's not like it actually ju- really justified. Yeah, it, it just doesn't. It's not like really correlated. Yeah, exactly. So do you think that, in like the, in for like humility, you feel like at some point it turned into like you lowering others' expectations of you? Because my humility like ended up being like that. Because I I realized that I was just being like humble, because I didn't like the stress of being like perceived mm, that's, yeah. I, I think I see that in myself too because I didn't really like, like through high school like I was still like, humble I didn't really want to see myself like in the higher roles like as a leader for like a retreat or something mm-hmm. or try being like a home leader or anything I just always like went I just like went on autopilot in high school didn't really see myself as like somebody important somebody can make a change I think like those those expectations are pretty easy to like just go by. Mm-hmm. Like you can just like coast through. Nobody expects you to do anything, so like, you don't have to do anything. But like, at, like at a certain point, it has to change because like you know that you can definitely impact the world, even in the most like smallest way possible. You have to like figure out that like, for yourself. That's like that's like an internal change. And I feel that if you realize that internal change, you can definitely learn that like you have to like set high expectations high, high expectations for yourself before you can be expected to do something, like, great. Um, so why do you think it's hard for people to set high expectations for themselves? I think most people want to live an easy uh, easy life, me included, because everybody hates struggle, everybody hates change. I hate change, without a doubt. I like being in my comfort zone, being stagnant, mm-hmm. just enjoying where I am. But, like, change definitely causes the most, like, being out, being out of your comfort zone definitely causes the most change. And most people like want a stable, a stable life, and they know like the daily routine. But if you like are pushed out of your comfort zone unwillingly, that could definitely help you grow a lot and definitely change for the better. Mm-hmm. Push out of so you like. Is it easy to, or why do you think it's difficult to push ourselves out the comfort zone? Because I feel like it's it's always sitting in front of us that it is. We need to to in order to grow, we need to change a little bit. Some people just don't want to grow, I think, because like they're fine with the way that they are. They see themselves as do inadequate. Th- do they think they're stuck, or do, or do they think they're done, mm. or do you think they don't? Like, are, are they like, is it like comfort, or is it you think you're done? I think they acknowledge they don't acknowledge the fact that they could potentially grow, and that they think that they're fine with the way that they are. They could be done growing, because like I thought that I was done growing in college. Like, when I was a high school senior, I came here in college, I thought I was done growing my personality, like, who I hung out with. But as a freshman in college, I definitely, like, see that I have lots of growing to do. I'm definitely not going to be the same person I am five years from now, ten years from now. But I think it's definitely more about people thinking, overestimate how much they've grown and, like, how they think that they're already done. Yeah. It's like, he who thinks the journey's over is the one who's lost. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like often we fail to realize that like we're supposed to change and like what I mean what I mean by change is not like changing your integrity as a person but like I don't know it's like a change as in like letting yourself grow and adapt to your situations like if you fail to adapt you're going to be the one who's going to like 
suffer from the situation. Yeah, without a doubt. Because yeah. the time's always changing, and you gotta adapt with the times, whether that be, like, academically, or that be in a workforce with your friends, with relationships. You can definitely, like, try to have that, like, closed-off mindset of, I want to stay in this, like, personality persona, or someone who's gonna help you in the end, and you're gonna see, like, how it's gonna be really detrimental to you. Yeah. So, like, what I wanted to say, um, what we just talking about? Change, change people, people change. Letting yourself change. We don't give ourselves time to change. We don't. We expect uh our instant change. Yeah, we expect it to just change instantly. Like, oh, I don't like this about myself. So for in one day you're just gonna be motivated, be like, all right, yeah. this whole day I'm yeah. not gonna do this. Yeah. And then the next day, you're going to be like, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. I don't think, I think it, like, goes off of not seeing the long-term vision, the long-term mm-hmm. goal. Like, you have to be goal-oriented. You have to actually be put, be able to put in the work to, like, actually see that, the goal, the finish line, and then, like, do bit by bit every single day. I think I have that problem, too, because I, like, I loved working out high school. I, I had to stop one time. It's, like, hard to get back in because, like, I don't really see the goal. I don't really see the vision. That's why I want to get back into it, but I don't know when. I'm, I don't even have the motivation to get back into it. Like, to the point where I actually like, go out to the gym every single mm-hmm. day or every other day. It's just about starting, for real. Because yeah. I didn't want to do this until, like, I, well, I wanted to do it, but I didn't know, like, where to start. Mm, yeah. But to where to start was just starting. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And then, like, consistency. I don't know. You just got to hold yourself to it. Mm. Like, I got I got something waiting. I got something waiting right now. <laughs> it's waiting right now, but it's not ready yet. It's not the time. It's not the time yet. But I'm it's like, you just gotta stay on top of your your game for. And I feel like schools, schools actually been, like I was talking to Sabrina the other day, and she was like going over all the stuff you really need for college, and I realized how much of a shema this whole thing is. <laughs> like it is like a whole bunch of of. Nothing for a whole lot of college is a scam for real. It really thank God we're not paying for real. Oh God. But (laughs) hey (laughs) I I was like, we have to do all this? Like she was like, Yeah, you're gonna need to finish all these GEs by next year. Yeah. And then you can start your business courses and it's gonna be hellish. I was like, that's crazy. I'm gonna like be taking straight business for like my junior and senior year. And um, she's like, you should do internships too, internships over the summer. I was like, okay, yeah, internships sound cool. Let me check it out. She was like, yes, it's only five days a week. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm peeping, like, internships are just real jobs. Yeah. Like, you're are. getting a real job. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that it was that, like, close yeah, to like, us. I, that's exactly how I feel, because, like, we graduate in a span of, like, four or five years. And that might seem, like, far off from now. Mm-hmm. But, like, high school didn't seem to be... High school didn't really seem that far off. High school graduation didn't seem far off. But look where we are now. And, like, yeah. we're heading into the real world. This is, like, this is no joke. It's like we're in there now. Exactly, That's the, yeah. that's the exactly. crazy part. I see, like, everywhere people are doing resume workshops and, like, careers for And, and I'm like, that. like... Are we supposed to be doing that? I mean, I'm, on, <laughs> I'm only 18, man. Like, right. I'm like, we're we supposed to be doing that this early? Exactly, yeah. It's hard to grasp. I just was like... I like, I want to get on top of it. But I feel like with stuff like that, you have to have, like, a clear-cut vision. Like, yeah, without a doubt. But not well, not not necessarily. But, like, wouldn't actually, like, trying to look for an internship or job, you want to realize what you're doing. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you have to, like, find balance between, like, having a good time and, like, putting in the work to actually succeed. Because, like, sucks. freshman, like, freshman, you have to apply yourself. But you have to also, like, give time for you to, like, just enjoy the experience the of college. experience of college yeah. before it gets too late. Exactly, yeah. That's what I'm trying to do, <laughs> I think. If I could just be an author or something, I'd be straight, bro. I'll be straight. I'll, I'll write. I'll write any day, bro. I'll publish this. Once it's done, I'm publishing it. That's, I, I'll be the first one to buy that. For real? Mm. I'm gonna get it. It's gonna be like a book short story. I fuck with that. Like a like a little stellar book. It's gonna be hard. But I don't know. You gotta like. It's like figuring out how to market yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. That's. What, like one of the main things you try to get out of college. Yeah. Figure out how to make money or like where you need to go. Exactly. And like 
is that you have to have like prior experience, whether that be Thanks. exactly. I have no prior experience, and my resume is absolutely shitty. I'm trying to be an engineer, but right. I have no engineering experience. Join the um, if you join the club, the Nesby Club. Yeah, I'm in that. And you get get like a position, mm. and then you'll be like a little bit better. But like they don't expect freshmen to have too much. Yeah, but there's certain things like Sabrina's telling me. She did the internship I'm applying to this summer. She did it in uh, Boston. Oh, she doesn't live in Boston. <laughs> I was like, you just did it in Boston? <laughs> she was like, yeah, the step program gave me money, so I bought an apartment. Damn. I was like, you knew how Louise works, bro. You knew how to do it. You know how to <laughs> get in an apartment? I can't fucking pay bills, my nigga. I don't know I, how Louise works. I don't, I don't know, know how, how any of that works. I don't know how to make a down payment on a house. That's like, I don't need no taxes. <laughs> That's in your future, too. That's, that's, that's scary. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's pretty scary. I don't know anything about yeah, any yeah. of that. And I feel like that's stuff we need to know. Without a doubt. Need to know. Now, if we're not even taught that, we have to figure it out ourselves. That's why if you put me, like, in the real world, telling me to put a down payment on a house or, like, go house shopping, I wouldn't be able to do that shit. I don't have a budget. Nigga, I'm broke. Nigga, I don't have a, I don't have anything. I'm saying like getting a, <laughs> getting a job seems. Oh, I can I can get a job. I think getting a job is like, it depends on. The, the, you think that people the, like disregard the purpose to find a job in life to be just get income? Mm-hmm. I think that too. All the time. I feel like they think. I feel like people. It's not like giving up on your dreams, but settling. Not, not fully committing to them 100. Yeah, yeah. It's not like settling. Like no one. They, like, when people strive for their dreams, I feel like they're expecting it too quick. Mm, yeah, without a doubt. So they give up. You don't up see your like actual, too. like, training and, like, process of you, like, that you have to make to get to your dreams. So, like, as a kid, I wanted to be a soccer player because I watched Ghana play soccer every single day. Mm. But, like, I didn't really put in the effort. I thought it was just, like, going to happen magically. I thought that too. So, yeah. Soccer. Like, you have to actually put in the effort, which is, like, pretty stereotypical to say, but it actually is the truth. And like they think, like it's being intent with mm-hmm. your time. Yeah, and consistent as well. Yeah, that's so tough to do. Cause like, when you don't reap the benefits of what you sow instantly, it's like, yeah. why am I sowing this? Exactly. I think like, quick like gratification definitely like a big problem in our today's society. Cause yeah. like we see that in social media a lot. I was talking and about. And we definitely that. see that in all aspects. Cause like we don't really have, really have to, we don't really want to see the work being like long term before we get our benefits but like back in like the 50s or the 60s they knew that they had to make money and like they could wait for a, like a good amount of time before they saw the benefits it was like the puritan work ethic sacrifice yeah. now for, <laughs> sacrifice now for better later but i don't see the dip, thing about that is you don't know what the future holds that and that's true. that's like kind of unsettling because yeah. like i'm giving up the present moment to for something i don't know 100 percent to be yeah. true I don't even know if I want to be an engineer for real, because that shit's hard as fuck. I don't, know like, if I, want to be a <laughs> I don't have a backup, because I've always thought to myself, oh, engineering, I know it's hard, but I can definitely handle it. Yeah. And I feel like I could, I like, I definitely get like one in for the money, because like I need to be stable, and I want to like help others. But like, I know that if I don't make it, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and like my family's probably gonna be a little bit disappointed in myself, and it's disappointed in me, and I just don't know how I would react. Because, like, that could really be, like, heartbreaking. Like, saying that you want to do this your whole entire life and you have to, like, change because it's too hard. You didn't see, mm-hmm. like, the magnitude of the situation. But sometimes you have to let yourself give up on, like, if it's, if it's, like, what was the saying? I don't know. They said something like, if it's meant to be, it won't pass you by. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like if you are, like, deep into your craft and you don't, not into a craft, and you, like, aren't feeling it, it's probably not for you then. Yeah. Or maybe like the environment's not appropriate for it. Yeah. Is there anything you want to do that's like not engineering? Um, like, like I if think you, if you could get paid to do anything, really. if I had to, if I got paid, I definitely like travel the world and just help. I think I would just help like kids, just um, I think just like help kids around the world, whether that be like, it's high high like. Let me give you some context. So I went to Ghana back for the first time in 2019. Mm-hmm. I met a group of kids and I played soccer with them. And like that's probably one of the, my best experiences. I got to like connect with people while I came, like where I came from, and 
I guess like as an older brother and a role model, I never like hit hard with me. Like I felt like that was like one of the most impactful moments of my life. That could be like an impactful moment for like my like career. And like doing that all over again, I definitely do that. Just like go around like being a role model for kids that need role models. Uh, that seems like kind of superficial in a way, but I see it as like a good thing I could do. And I feel like with engineering, I can do that in a way, so I can go back to Ghana and like build, like help build roads, help like build wells and stuff, like help them like live, live a better life, like improve their like standard of living. I can see myself doing that. I think my end goal, my end goal is definitely to like go back to Ghana, like at the end of the day, when I've like, like worked a good life, lived a good life here, like maybe forty years, like worked forty years in America. Just go back to Ghana, do what I can, do what I can to help around, and just like give back to where I was came, where I came from. Okay, I completely agree. Especially, it's stuff like that. But like, specifically with like going out of the country, I'm a little like skeptic, cause I I've been out of the country before, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine like living outside of the country. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely gonna be a huge change without a doubt. I'll still have to have like. The benefits I do here in America, I think, like I still have to have like a, like a big house or something. Not not even a big house, but just like I still have to have a car because most people don't even have a car in Ghana. Yeah. They can just take public transport. I still have to have like some benefits that I do in America, but I think I could definitely give back easier that way. And I think that it's easier for me to go back because I was actually born there. Even though I don't remember anything from those three years, going back to 2019 helped me reconnect and rekindle like my roots. Like, if I was told to, like, oh, I had to, like, go somewhere in Africa that I had no clue about, and, like, I just got to live there for the rest of my life. Like, how do you get started? Yeah, like, I'd be pretty skeptical, too, so I don't think that'd be the best thing for me. Like, with stuff like that, I, like, I wrote about it one time, how we expect, like, the path to be laid out for us, but, like, if you see a path in front of you, then it's probably the path to someone else. Yeah, without a doubt. So sometimes we just have to, like, blindly run into a direction mm. until we find out where we're going to. But that's hard to do because it's like giving up responsibility. Not responsibility. It's giving up. It's being willfully ignorant. Yeah. And then seeing the outcome and see if it's beneficial or detrimental to you. Because you only only run from your mistakes. And you're going to make mistakes even though nobody wants to make a mistake. Because, like, everybody wants to be right on the first time without a doubt, whether that be in any aspect. But you're going to make mistakes. And it's going to be, like, really costly. You have to, like, bounce back somehow. With mistakes, I feel like we view them too negatively. I think they mm. need to be like thought oh, of yeah. as learning experiences yeah. rather. I mean, me personally, I definitely view them as mistakes, but like yeah. <laughs> they need to be like ideally they'll be viewed as like learning experiences and it's something you can just take. Like the, they say, like a light bulb was created in a thousand tries, or it took them a thousand times, or like yeah. you just figure out like yeah. a thousand ways how not to exactly make, yeah how not to make a light bulb. I think it all goes back to the idea of like quick gratification because mm-hmm. we don't want to fuck up badly and then not get paid like our oh our due because of like we worked horribly. And I feel that um, I feel that it's hard to like, accept our mistakes because we see them as like failures on our part and like it's our lack of ability to do something right. We don't see them as oh something could have went wrong, some some outside environment could have affected it. And we just blame ourselves a lot, even though we couldn't control it potentially. I definitely think social media has a role to play in like mm. quick gratification. I feel like we try to find, we think that if things don't like show their value instantly, then they don't have any value. We don't yeah. allow yeah. things to be mundane. Mm. And I feel like that's probably why, like, when we get alone and there's like nothing in front of us, that's when people start to like really attack themselves. Like in a time of peace, the militant man will yeah. attack himself yeah. nine times out of ten. I feel like it's because people don't really spend that time with themselves. They think that they're actively supposed to be doing stuff all the time. Mm. And, like, I'm definitely a culprit of that sometimes. But, like, I wake up in the morning early just to meditate for, like, 30 minutes. Just to, like, get myself together, make sure I'm straight for the day. I feel that. Because, like, I definitely, I'm, like, I I don't say, I don't want to say I was always social. But I could always talk. Mm. You know? I wouldn't call myself super social right now. I'm definitely, like social when you need to be yeah it's not really yeah like when i need to be like i'm like oh hey how you doing like i'm not gonna like go out your way yeah. to like talk yeah it's not like that like i'm not gonna run up to somebody and just talk to them just mm-hmm. cause 
I feel like self-pressure is definitely like one of the, the biggest things that I've learned in high school. I went to like Catholic high school. Mm-hmm. Like it has its like benefits, it has like downsides. Like I definitely learned to like self-reflect on my day and like on my week, just like how I've changed, how I've improved, what I could have done better. I, I use that to this day. And like maybe I don't self-reflect every single day, but I learn like more, a little bit more about myself when I just give myself like time to think about how the day has gone. How, what like what I've done, what I failed to do, and like just how I can like look like improve for the next day and be a better version of myself. Do you feel like that actually helps? I think it does. It gives you like more of a peace of mind, cause like if you have like a shitty day and you just like go to bed, you just go to bed without like actually trying to ponder like what went wrong, like how like, that affected you how like it was your fault or how it was somebody else's fault. Like you just wake up in a bad mood and you have, it's like, like it snowballs into a bigger effect. And you're just like not, ever, not, not really ever like the same, not really ever like at, uh, like at the right like state of mind, at a peaceful state of mind. And it just like ruins your whole personality. Like it's like, it's like hard to be around at that point. I feel that. Like with people that, other people like you feel like are do you feel like there's ever a point where, like, you can just be ignorant? Because there's people who, like, show ignorance, but sometimes <laughs> I'm like, you have to be, like, you have to be kidding sometimes. Because, like, I feel like I've been conscious for a little bit. It's probably since I was, like, 13. That's when I was, like, I'm thinking. Yeah. But. I think, therefore, I am. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, like, sometimes people are, like, so ignorant of the yeah, world around us. Yeah. It makes me think like it's like are they on the autopilot? Whole, are they just like Yeah, is it like a consciousness issue? Because I feel like people are just supposed to be conscious at some point. Yeah. Like you're supposed to just wake up to mm-hmm. yourself. But I feel like some people are really like entrapped within the, the flow of yeah, the world. I think, right now. I think like most people live life on autopilot their daily routine not worrying about not prying like like, go out their way to be conscious of themselves or the outside surroundings because definitely in high school, I was definitely on autopilot. I knew mm-hmm. my routine from day one. Just knew exactly what to do. Just coast, do all my work. Just go home, go with my go with my friends. Same day every single day. I'm not worrying about, like, any philosophical stuff or anything that helps me improve myself. But, yeah, I just think it's easy to not be conscious in today's day, in today's time. You can just go coast to coast. You just can just coast around living your life without anybody asking you to be conscious or aware of your surroundings or aware of yourself. Like, that, can, that can, like, be... It could be a detriment. You don't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you think... The way I associate it, like, I think overthought is a part of consciousness. But I know so many people that overthink. Like, overthink to the point where their thoughts, like prohibit them from doing stuff. Like, yeah. I overthink. I'm an overthinker as But, like, fuck. it's not gonna... If I need to do something, I'm gonna still do it. Yeah. I know it's a thought. I think I overthink about, like, people's perceptions of me mm-hmm. and, like, how they view me. That really, like, impedes me of doing things. So it's like, I want to get back into soccer, but, like, what if I'm shitty? What if I'm, like, not good as I used to be? I see that as, like, an over... Like, I think too much. Mm-hmm. I, I, it impedes me of trying to get back into what I have a passion for. And, like, same thing goes for engineering. What if I'm bad at engineering? I'm never going to make it. Like, it's, like, a white, predominantly white, like, area. And, like, I'm That's black. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we... Yeah, so, like, what if I'm, like, good enough? And, like, I'll be the odd one out. And they'll always know me. They'll always, like, notice me as, like, the black dude in a sea of white. And, like, I don't know how to how I'll react mm. to that. Well, sometimes you have to realize that, like, people will look insane when you can't hear the music that they're dancing to. So, like, you have to sometimes just, like, stop taking responsibility for other people's perceptions of you. Because, yeah. like, they don't know the whole story. They don't know yeah. you as a full person. Yeah. And I feel like if once you're doing that, like, you're letting, you're, like, putting them on a pedestal, saying mm-hmm. that their yeah, yeah. expectations are like They have, like, a control on your life. Yeah. yeah. Like, reviewing them as more human than we are. Or, like, we, we neglect the part of human beings that is their flaws yeah exactly like you have to have that sort of mistake mess up or mm-hmm. else like you're not really human mm-hmm. I think it's definitely hard to just, like see it at that time because yeah. you're like, so worried and preoccupied about how people view you and like if I, like if you're an overthinker like me 
Like, those cops just keep on coming and coming. It's kind of hard to, like, suppress them. Yeah, they're distracted themselves yeah. sometimes, for yeah. sure. But, like, people distract themselves with social media. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, like, only making it worse. Yeah, TikTok, that shit is addicting as fuck. Oh, my God, yes, it is. <laughs> um, I, ha- I don't even know. I use it often. It's actually, no. I try, like, since I got here, I really don't use social media. All I haven't often. been using it. Well, high school is definitely way worse. But, like, definitely. I think I've, like, limited myself. Because I used to watch YouTube hella, like, a lot. Any, like, interesting topic that I like, like, philosophy, soccer, I, I sports. Like, I still watch hella YouTube videos of uh, that. And, like, TikTok, I just, like, scroll for, like, hours on end just doing absolutely nothing. It's not serving Taking in, really. like, information I don't need to know. And I think that definitely, like, ruins your day because you don't even know that you're just, like, wasting your time. And it's, just, it's a major distraction that you don't even, like, think about it. And you just, like, don't even see that's a distraction. But... In the end, at the end of the day, it distracts you from accomplishing your task of the day. Yeah, it's like we're we don't know what we're putting our energy into. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like once we are like negligent enough to like not know what we're putting our energy to, that's when we lost it. And that's mm-hmm. why people feel so drained after watching TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. I realize that social media can't really be viewed as like a break. Like, if I'm doing homework and stuff, I realize that like scrolling through social media won't make me feel like. I yeah. took a break. It'll make yeah. me feel like I've been doing work the whole time. Exactly. I feel like a real break is like going outside, going on a walk. Nobody even like goes that. for a walk anymore, but niggas just like they're so fed up. They're so like in like in their own like world, just like going on with their day. They don't like take the time to like self reflect, go for a mm-hmm. walk with their own thoughts. It's just hard to like do that when your day is just like so busy and packed with everything you got to do, especially like in the college atmosphere. Like you got to do everything. And it's always do like eleven fifty nine. You have to like balance your social life as well, balance your finances, and like it's just like hard to do all of that and then self reflect on top of that. Well, sometimes I'm like, yeah, college is a lot of time, but I think it's more about being intention with time. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be intent with your time, make a schedule for like your day. That's how me, like make a schedule for an entire day, and then like follow it, but give yourself time to to goof yeah. off. Like I literally. I'll have it, and then I'll write, like, six to eight, question mark, bully blackbird. <laughs> and I'll go, I, I promise you, I'll go over there from six to eight, probably later. But, like, I let myself have that little, but I make sure I get on top of exactly, myself. Like, I yeah. have this stuff done by this time. I do the same thing, because, like, I like, I'm a good student, I think. High school taught me to be a good student. For sure. And I always make sure to give myself a little bit of free time. I like play in FIFA with, like, the boys just chilling, beating them in FIFA every single time. You fix that TV yet? We have, it's a new TV, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can come. Hey. For sure. I'm bad at FIFA, though. But I'm not going <laughs> to act like I'm good at it. <laughs> and, yeah, I just, like, make sure to take time out of my day to relax, decompress. Because, like, it's really important not to be stressed the whole time. Because, like, it takes a toll on you mentally and physically as well. For sure. Um, what are some ways you deal with stress? I think I deal with stress by, um, when it's like, it depends on what type of stress. If it's academic, I always try to like, get my work done, like, like right, right from the get-go, not procrastinate. And then that helps me a little bit because I get more time to do what I want. Or probably, like, probably self-reflection again. Just thinking about how I can tackle the problem. If it's in my control, how I can tackle it. If it's out of my control, then how I can just like avoid that problem. Because if it's out of your control, there's no problem. There's no point in worrying about that. Cause you can't do anything about it. There's no point in worrying about anything, really. Like if you can't do something about it, then you yeah. do something about it. If you can't, then there's no point in worrying. Yeah. yeah so I don't know why we and like, why we worry so much. I think like if you look like. Like on a macro level, we're so small. Like in the whole grand scheme of the universe, definitely. You ever seen like those videos? Like you see, like the dot. The, you and like then, it's a human and face, it and then it just keeps yeah, going. Like, like at the end of the day, we're gonna be on this earth for like 70, 80 years. We're just gonna be like a blimp, like a blip, blip of existence. Yeah, blip of existence. Right. Like, even to like the history of the earth. We're all your worries, all anything. your worries, like have no like magnitude, absolutely nothing. Like the universe is like going on by itself, and like you're just like a tiny little ant mm-hmm. in the whole universe. And your worries just like seem like insignificant when you like think of when you like compare it to the whole universe. I kind of like like looking at it that way because it helps me feel more relieved and like 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 doing an essay at like eleven fifty nine, like that seems like a hassle. But like at that point, you're not gonna like really 
They're talking about gonna hurt you. Yeah, to do it. Exactly. And even if you don't do it, you're gonna get the repercussions, but it's hard to see that it can't really like change your life drastically or anything. Yeah. Like one event's not gonna exactly. cause it's yeah. the accumulation of a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And it's like Marcus Aurelius once said, I think it's just a quote. I really hope it is. I'm trying <laughs> to um in a little while you'll have forgotten anything everything. Mm-hmm. In a little while everything will have forgotten you. That's some scary shit, man. Like I wanna I want like as a kid, I always wanted to be like in a history book. I wanted to like leave an impact somehow, mm-hmm. but like, I don't even know how to anymore. Cause like, how vast the universe is, how vast like time and history is. So I don't even know how I, like, I can like leave an impact. I feel like like, what people harder. know my name, and like how I've impacted the world for the best. I feel like it's a lot harder nowadays because people are more like tuned into their own like passions. Yeah, and more so like they're more into like being famous. Mm-hmm. I feel like people want to be famous back in the day and stuff. But I feel like since like we have media now, yeah, it's yeah. a lot easier for people mm-hmm. to just come up. But it's also like harder for individuals to make themselves stand out. Yeah, exactly. Cause like y'all can set your own path. Cause everybody's been doing what you tried to do like before. If I'm be an influencer. We got, we got like millions of influencers here in America, England, like all around the world, mm-hmm. and you just like, you have to create your own path without trying to copy somebody. If you want to like make, if I want to be known as a trailblazer. Um, trailblazer for sure. Let me go back to the questions. We just spent forty six minutes without <laughs> off one question, bro. <laughs> I knew I knew you're gonna be a good a good good little podcast host, co-host, bro. We basically, we didn't even cover any of this, <laughs> but like we, oh my goodness. Damn. Um, do you think that humans overall lack empathy? I don't think so, because all of the things that we, I think a baby, like I said before, it's definitely a clean slate, mm-hmm. and whatever outside factors are taught, they're literally the outside factors that impact their lives, and we definitely have empathy because we're social beings and we love to uh, create relationships and bond with our family, our friends. And we just can't, no one man's an island. You can't like go by yourself. You can't go through life all by yourself. And it's hard to like, just live like secluded to yourself with zero empathy for anybody but yourself. So you can't really, I, I, don't, I think it's impossible for humans to lack empathy like at its basic root. Do you think that empathy teaches morality? Or do yeah. you feel like it's the other way? Yeah, around? I think empathy teaches morality because well, it could be the other way around, but I think empathy teaches morality, especially in like religion, because all the religions basically tell you the same thing, be a good person, share, like love one another. Exactly, yeah. In the basic in the basic sense, our religion helps you become a better person. And it's all like stems from empathy and how to love one another and love yourself as well. I definitely agree. Stuff right there. Um, personally, I don't. I don't really know if if we're lacking empathy. I feel like people are. I feel like selfishness is. I feel like people are empathetic, but I feel like their selfishness and narcissism like it definitely takes like, away from yeah, their empathy. Definitely supersedes empathy without a doubt. For sure, because I feel like people like are definitely more worried about their own struggles than other people's. Mm. And I feel like we. Yeah. Even like if someone's going through something. I, I don't even know how to explain it because sometimes I'm like people have it way worse mm-hmm. you know yeah. but sometimes I'm like it's only me going through this so yeah. how would anybody else truly yeah. understand it? like they don't like it's my perspective of this situation it's your life and it's like only one you so like yeah. how people actually like cope how can people actually like feel what I'm having to deal with yeah so I don't know that's just something to think about <sighs> you think narcissism narcissism is more of a nature or nurture thing because mm. I think I don't, I don't even know because like, in like the quote unquote great leaders like Napoleon was he born narcissistic was he born with like the inherent I feel like that's a nurture yourself mm-hmm. you're nurturing your own ego you're like stimulating your own idea of yourself yeah, yeah. I feel like it's not an external thing that can really nurture narcissism like if someone shows care to you then you're going to be like more receptive to care about others yeah. but like when you only care about yourself that's when it becomes narcissism I see that mm. great chat thank you I think I got one more question go ahead if you like 
Like, me coming into college, I have so many interests, but I don't really know how to, like, go about them. Because, like, I, lo- I love history. I love philosophy, psychology. Like, I don't see myself, like, doing that my whole entire life. Like, I think one of my goals is to, like, make money, like, make sure I'm stable and enjoy my job as well. And I don't know if that will be en- being engineering or being something else. Like, mm-hmm. how do you go about that? I, I'm just, well, as of right now, I'm trying to market what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm about to put my podcast on the Spotify. I'm about to start writing, like, seriously, start uploading, like, articles and stuff. Yeah. Just to, like, get a, my baseline, like, name out there. And I realized that YouTube is not going to be, like, the platform that, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be the platform that takes me off. But I, like, I can definitely do a whole lot more stuff mm-hmm. like getting my podcast onto like apple music and spotify yeah, i feel like are yeah. definitely gonna start like pushing it like because like the algorithms on spotify and you uh on apple music are gonna like into my stuff more yeah, push you more through and i feel like some people only listen to podcasts on spotify and some people yeah, just yeah. use youtube and then happen to watch a podcast on youtube mm-hmm. so i feel like with stuff like that you i'm just trying to expand it and like kind of market this whole thing as a whole and I'm in marketing for business. <laughs> so I'm not really learning anything yet, per se. But um, what I want to do is own my own business or be, like, my own marketing firm. Like, have my own little, like, thing. But ideally, I do, like, stuff like this my entire life. Yeah. That's what I wouldn't mind doing my entire life. Yeah, I see that. But, like, I can't see I don't want to work a desk job. Like, I would. <laughs> like, I don't want to. But if I had to to provide for, yeah, I would yeah. like you. Anybody would do it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just that. I feel that. I feel that. That's what we need. Fifty-two minutes. Thanks for having me. You did. Yeah. You, you did. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. We did. Our, we did our things out. Cause usually I have to. I be look. I'll show you. Usually, I have to keep asking questions. Keep asking questions. I asked one question. Here. <laughs> Sometimes I have to write down entire like prefaces to the whole topic yeah just to make sure i can simulate conversation properly mm-hmm. and like get people talking but you yeah you chat thank you it's a real i'll deep. come back anytime when you need me say 